Let me start by putting today's gospel in context. It follows on last Sunday's gospel, where Jesus said, Though one may be rich, one's life does not consist of possessions. And then he told the parable of the foolish rich man, who decided he was going to build bigger barns to hold his new possessions, and died that very night. And Jesus concluded, Thus it will be for all who store up treasure for themselves, but are not rich in what matters to God. And then he continues in today's passage. Don't be afraid to do what I'm going to tell you, because your heavenly Father is pleased to give you his kingdom. So why might I be afraid of what he says next? Because he says, sell your belongings and give alms. Have money bags that never wear out, bags that hold eternal treasures, not worldly goods. Well, I don't carry a money bag, but I just checked this morning. My wallet has exactly $13 in it. Oh, and four credit cards. And we have two homes, a camper, six pairs of skis, five bikes, a kayak, and two paddle boards. And of course, a retirement account that I've been watching anxiously this week as talk of trade wars and interest rates has pushed it up and down all week. Now, if I ponder Jesus' words, where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. I realize that those things are just possessions that make me feel secure and comfortable. And although they're, they're gifts that God has allowed me to have, I need to remember that my life does not consist of those possessions. So I can flip that riddle around. Where your heart is, is where your true treasure should be. Well, I don't know about you, but my heart's treasure is my faith, my relationship with Jesus, my wife, my children, my grandchildren, my ministry to engaged couples and married couples, especially those I can support in their needs with the gifts and the talents that I've been given. So when Jesus says to me, go and empty your money bag of fleeting earthly treasures and let God be pleased to fill it with inexhaustible heavenly treasure, it becomes clear to me. The more I give away to others, the more God restores it to me. Not with more earthly treasure, but with graces to grow, to grow closer to him and to even be more generous to others. So when Jesus tells me, sell your belongings and give alms, it's not so much a commandment, but an invitation to receive much greater and lasting gifts from the Father. And if I trust Jesus enough, to believe that everything he tells me to do is so that his joy may be in me and my joy may be complete. I think I'd better explore what it is he's telling me to do. So what does giving alms mean? It's not the same as tithing. Tithing is a disciplined, regular gift back to God of the first fruits of whatever he gives us. And for many years, Carolyn and I have tithed 10% of our incomes to the church and various charities in good times and in bad. And we know God has been more than generous in return. But almsgiving is beyond that. In Jesus' day, almsgiving was a duty for every Jewish person of faith. And almsgiving is not just giving money to someone. An almsworthy recipient was then and still is anyone with some kind of a challenge that your generosity can help to alleviate. Maybe with material things. Like the second homeowners here in Breckenridge who donate a week at their vacation home to Domus Pachas, the wonderful ministry that provides a mountain respite to families dealing with cancer. Or maybe it's physical. 
like volunteering to help in a school or a hospital or a food bank. Or maybe it's emotional alms, like a note or a hug to someone who's hurting, or an encouraging smile to a young mother with a crying child in the checkout line or in the pew behind you. Or maybe it's spiritual, like interrupting my busy day and my schedule for a moment to pray for someone who comes to mind. And these things will appear unexpectedly to us. As Jesus said, you also must be prepared for an hour you do not expect is when the Son of Man will come. Not just the moment of death, as your life is gone, but every single day, as he appears to you in the person of someone in need. Because whatever you do for the least of your brothers and sisters, you do for Jesus. Now, in the Middle East, if you give a person alms, their response is, you're welcome. Not because they are ungrateful, but because they understand that they've assisted you in accomplishing your religious duty. So this is the essence of almsgiving, seeing Jesus in the needs of others and opening your bag of worldly resources to help them, which in turn makes room for the Father to fill you with much more valuable spiritual resources. And in receiving your compassion and generosity, some will pay it forward as their appreciation moves them to share what gifts they have with others they meet in need. And how generous should we be? Well, Jesus said, much will be required of the person entrusted with much, and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. So this morning, as we receive Christ's very body and blood in the Eucharist, let's ask him to give us a deeper appreciation of all that he has given us, and a constant awareness and a, a new sensitivity to the opportunities he gives us each day to readily trade our worldly gifts for spiritual treasures.